Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show for Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. Come join us! everybody welcome back to the boop show it is scott and brian doing uh indie fun yippity yay get video game time Woo! <laughs> way to sell it scott Woo! we're I doing know. the indie gaming yippity yo fun time yeah it doesn't, it doesn't sound like much when i describe it like that but it really is but we come to you today you know a little tired a little beat up today twitch had problems all morning there's all kinds of problems for me Yes, February. Uh, I saw that they had a, it, and it was only related to those who were trying to go live. And I saw no. it plummeted uh, as far as uh, issues around lunchtime, my time, Eastern time. Yeah, because so. if you were already on, you were good. Yeah, if you were trying you were to get in, it's all about the ingest server, baby. Mm-hmm. They couldn't ingest us, and uh, I can't as a result, take anymore. I'm awful. Effed my day up, but it's okay. I got I got a bunch of other stuff done, and uh, now it's all working. We're back. We got a live show going on. We got people in the chat. I got things to talk about. I will tell you that today for lunch, I decided to pause and take two frigates, break them apart, and sell them for bits and parts. I cannot get enough of Shipbreaker. I what? Wait, stop. wait, hold on a second. What's this game called again? Hard Space Shipbreaker. Oh, do you like that game? I think I might really <laughs> like that game. Yeah, I really like it, dude. Like I've, the, heard, I've heard is it is getting on it is getting on the level of Mad Max. It is. We're creeping road. up that territory. I, I, I mean, I'm just right. so I don't know if it's just the last couple updates or something, but I just am so compelled to keep going. It's That's just great. like, all right, I'm going to do this giant freaking uh, ghost ship and see if I can get some money out of it. And then I'm going to go to bed. But then I'll finish and go. Well, that went pretty well. Maybe I should do another one of these. Um. So it's got a just one more ship problem going on. And it's killing me, man. It's really, really okay. good. And yeah, on Sunday, I almost missed my D&D show because of it. I was playing and I went, oh my gosh, what time is it? And I had like 20 minutes till showtime. That's the best, though. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I got to get into it. You you talk it up so much. But can I cross love your thing? Can, mm-hmm. is, it, is, that, is that a possibility? Can you, can you love, love something and me also love it? Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. Wait, did you get shoe love- Is that what you're saying? No, but I thought about it. Oh, well, if your brain settles on doing it, uh, I will not uh, discourage you, and also I predict you'll love it. I think you'll like it. I really do. That's your prediction. Yeah. That's your prediction. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to say. I know enough about you and your tastes that I think you'd like it. Now, I do think that there is a for everybody who plays this game. First few minutes, you're not exactly sure what the hell you're supposed to do, oh. um, because you don't know how to break a ship apart in your own head because you never there are no such things as these spaceships, right? So you don't know that you're supposed to like. Go inside, turn off all the air compression stuff so you don't have, so you have equalized air with space and inside and you don't have airlock problems so you don't blow yourself out into the freaking furnace. 
there's little things like that that once you go, oh, okay, this makes logical sense. Then you're just whiz, bang, boom, man. You go up there, take off the stuff you need to, cut some nice lines, huck that into the furnace, move this over to the uh, the salvager thing, and oh boy, howdy! Right underneath you is a big old tray where you're supposed to put the real valuables, computers and and uh, furniture and stuff. Start chucking them down there with your tools, flying around like you're never like you've never flown, and it's great. That game rocks. All right, enough of that. Now this. Hey, by the way, you should sell your Stadia controller because Stadia. Yeah, that's why I was just showing the, you know, because I just had it up because that's my my show and tell. Yeah. Anybody want a controller for Stadia? Now, Stadia is not kidding, dead of yet. Course. Okay, it's not dead yet. It's not, it's not completely dead, but they've kind of fallen back to the thing. They were kind of hinting that they were going to do. They're not going to be concerned as much about game development as uh the system and the infrastructure which yeah. is you know what that tells me yeah it tells me they're at the stage where they're one more stage away from saying yeah we're done with this exactly that's, that's exactly how this, is this, go. this is typical google i was i was i was not shocked at all uh when this announcement came out and i i know i, I came out what is that word came uh, out but came out but i do i I still this is this has been one of the most just best most comfortable controllers absolutely nonsense on if you need to uh to work on it cuz it's literally just you know it's molded and you can't work on it but it is it's just been really Can I use that on PC? It was really good. Or no. Is it I they kept promising you could and I never did see where they updated it so you could I think you can plug it you can plug it in but it doesn't work like through Bluetooth or wirelessly, uh, but, you can do wired, but you can do it's, wired if you had to. You just do a USB. I, I think it does do wired. It uses a USB C connection, uh, and but otherwise it, it connects through your Wi Fi. Is how it uh, mm. actually connects to your PC. Typically, oh right, because so. that's how they do their cloud business. Look, right, I, I cloud. think it's fine what they uh, were doing. I think their business model sucked, and I know there are people mm. who bought into it and got the things and are happy or whatever. And I'm glad you are. But what I'm saying is. I think their their business model sucked, and I think everybody else kind of swooped in and said, "Hey, what if we did this? Uh, all uh, there's a better money value with Luna, right. with uh, GeForce Now, with other stuff. Uh, I just and then with them like basically gutting their internal development on this thing, that just tells me they are not in it for the long haul. No, so, and, and good we kind of suspected that, and uh, you know, I I got I finally got invited to the Luna thing the amazons that's amazon's um cloud gaming essentially and i thought about ordering the controller but it's like 60 bucks and i'm like you know i really like the stadia controller and it was one of the selling points because i got the founders edition which was like the controller a 4k uh chromecast and plus three months of the service and you know a couple months for friends you know all for like about a hundred and some odd dollars i thought that was a pretty good value prospect but just plopping down sixty dollars for a, a Luna controller, I just don't know if I can do it. Have you, do you have one? No, I think one? I'd rather just spend sixty on a a real controller. A real, not a real, you know. But like, a, <laughs> I can get an Xbox One or Xbox uh, yeah. Series X controller for freaking sixty bucks, like easily. Or and a plug in just about everywhere and work just about everywhere. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah, PlayStation controllers are that much. Although I don't know if you can get the uh, I don't know if the new ones are. Five. Can you can the right. PS Five controllers work on PCs yet? Hold on. I don't know if they do it through official channels. I think there's some PS5 stuff. I, I, you can definitely make it work. 
Okay, how but to I'm connect sure your PS5 DualSense controller to your PC? PC Magazine has the answer. Right. Um, uh, Can do. Is it out of the box? Probably not. Like right now, currently, Steam is... Uh, <laughs> let's see. Unfortunately, Steam is currently the only simple, somewhat direct way to use DualSense on your PC. So Steam has some kind of built-in support now. Right. But per on a per-game basis, it's a little sketchy. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, that was true of PS4 as well. I hope they get that worked out sooner because I think I might want one of those for my I'm into for it. mine PC. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into it as well. All right. Well, enough of that. Good luck, Stadia. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> Here's this now. <laughs> oh, I already did this. I already pushed that. So I'm going to tell you about my game. All right, Brian. Brian, look, I'm into the weird games. You know that. You already know this. I'm not always down for just like standard stuff. I want to be shown something new. And uh, as it turns out, I got something that's pretty freaking unique and new, at least in my opinion. And the game is called Kill It With Fire. (laughs) Kill It With Fire. Uh, All right. I already like the name. Yeah. Well, you're going to like it even more because think about this. Like what what could happen in your house where you would want to kill it with fire? Give me an example. Oh, any, any type of arachnid is definitely going to be uh, kill it with fire. Good news. This game is all about killing spiders. And uh, chat room's getting also would right kill here. it with a with a with a flip flop. Oh my god! Yeah, right. <laughs> I see it now. Yeah. Oh my god! It just came out of a drawer. It did. No. Yeah. This. If you're seeing video, you're seeing the the horror now. The game is this like uh, on purpose stylistically. It's this kind of low poly count looking thing. Uh, not the, oh man, look at him kill that. Uh, it's not the most, uh, you know, uh, high definition looking or, you know, uh, high fidelity looking game you've ever seen. Uh, but it does the job. And I think actually it works really well in its favor. Here's the goal of the game. You're in this apartment or house, I guess. And, uh, turns out it's full of spiders and the first level is at least 10. Uh, but you don't know where they are. So you're going to different rooms and sometimes the spiders are just like right there and they scatter and you know what's going on, and you're like, all right, time to kill that spider. You got this uh, clipboard with you with your objectives on it, and your goal is to <laughs> Which, kill. You can kill with the clipboard, by the way, so that's one uh, way to murder. I was going to say, so it, it's two purposes. Yeah, you have your mission yeah. stuff, and you can kill with it, but also you pick up other weapons and other tools as the game progresses, and I'll get into those in a minute. Uh, there's also a tracker that lets you sort of um, aliens style know when there's a spider near or far. Uh, in fact, the guy on the screen is using one right now. And, uh, you take on this living room, for example, uh, just like you would any other living room, except you're going to just cause all sorts of horrible collateral damage in the process because your goal is to kill every spider. And to do that, you kind of have to upend the place and they're often behind things or in things that you don't expect. So they scare you. Uh, for example, you might pick your, pick your TV up, your flat screen, and then you'll rotate it. And then on the back will be a spider and it will scare the shit out of you. And you'll throw your TV across the room. Um, by the time I was done in here, half of this living room was on fire. Uh, TV was smashed. Uh, piano was tipped over. Everything was all just garbage. Now, are you getting penalized for destroying your own furniture or just? Nope. The goal is just no. to do the stuff on the list. Um, sometimes there's mystery quests on the list. So it isn't just kill spiders. Um, that's always on there, but there's some other bonus things. And the more spiders you kill, the more you uh, unlock potential locked things. So, so you'll see a little label on like a drawer or a door or something like that that will say five or ten or whatever. 
And when you um, when you have an, when you've killed five spiders, the thing with the five on it can be unlocked. And so in that might be some special tool you couldn't access before or whatever it may be. Um, and this in this case, this guy just found a door. That door can't be open until he has killed two of the total number of spiders, however many there are. Um, there's a there's a secondary goal on this level to kill a spider with a book, but I never did it. I could never kill one with a book for some reason. I tried and tried, and he's trying to do it too. Oh, oh I was about to say if I did it. Oh, he didn't do it. No, it's oh. hard because you can't. I'm mean, gonna say he's not he's not trying to kill it with just a book. He's Killing it with a stack of books. Stack of books, yeah. And there's and there's there's somewhere they're just single books, but I I had bad luck either way. Um, but again, it's like the secondary objective that isn't going to matter too much in the overall scheme of things. You can you can finish the level without it, but you're going to want to pick up every single object in the room, rotate it, look at it. Uh, the way I learned how to do it is this guy's very meticulously rotating. I just pick stuff up and chuck it, and if there was a spider there, it moves. Because it doesn't care how shitty your room is when you're done. It's not going right. to care. That's that's too bad. I'm, I'm actually sad that, sad that it doesn't penalize you for that. Like, you know, like your significant other is going to be coming home soon. And if you can't just go willy-nilly throwing stuff. Because that's what happens. Look, look, Scott's just cheating. Scott's just throwing stuff around the room. Yeah. Well, the game yeah. let you is why. Yeah, so, I know. That's what I'm saying. You don't want Scott to be ruining the game. Yeah. And those spiders, so, by the way, if you don't get them right away, they'll go hide uh, somewhere else. And... Right. It's it's then they're freaky. Here's some sound from the game to give you a feel for how that stuff goes. Here you go, right here. Give me it. Oh no! And then that music, uh-huh. that pl- plinky horror music. No, not for me. <laughs> and that little <laughs> that little bit of like uh, discordant violin. Yeah, kind of sound and no all way, that. man. No way. This yep. is nightmare in full daylight. No, thank you. Yep. My my wife would hate this game is the one thing I came away from. Uh, she hates spiders, so she can't deal with it. And it make I I found it to be quite the anxiety generator. It is really really got me all kind of wired up. Um, I saw overwhelming uh, positive on the reviews, and I thought, well, I got to try this. I have to see what's going oh, on. Yeah. And people really seem to like it, and apparently, it just gets crazier and crazier as you go. I'm only three big major levels in, but. It just sort of goes and goes and goes. In a weird way, this is scratching my shipbreaker itch because I'm just tearing everything to pieces um, and just destroying this room to get rid of spiders. And there's something really satisfying about that. I'm trying to see if that's a GameCube on the uh, the TV over there. Is that it's a GameCube like? Um, right. They have a lot of that in here. They'll have objects where you're like, "Oh, that's clearly supposed to be an old Xbox, or that's a VCR." Or whatever. They're not like they're, they're subtle nods and they're not total ripoffs, but you can tell they're, you know, they're making references to stuff, you know. Um, and even when you think, oh, it's no way this toilet paper's got a spider on it, rotate <laughs> it around because <laughs> there he is. No, oh, don't got rotate it around. Those spiders like to go down the tube, which is way more dangerous because you'll put your hand down the tube, your finger yeah. down the tube. Oh, oh good. Yeah. yeah, you don't want that. Now, this toilet, that. Uh, my memory is as soon as he goes in this bathroom here, is that the toilet. Oh, he's gonna get the fire. Look at this. Oh, yeah. oh dude. So look at this. Oh, oh, we can, oh, this is the part of the fire. So this is the kill it with fire part. Yeah, you can totally kill it with fire. But this is this well, is like the- this is an early and also um it's not even a significant weapon in the large scheme of things. I got far enough really? to get a shotgun, uh oh, nice. a a right or a um not a what do you call a handgun? Um a handgun. Not a handgun, a certain it. kind of handgun. Um a Glock? 
this specific guy, one? This guy doesn't realize all you have to do is get him a Revolver? little on fire, and he'll eventually die of the fire. He's not going to. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I, 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 what I'm seeing so far, I, it <laughs> absolutely deserves overwhelmingly positive. It's a really good idea. It's a real good yeah. uh, package. But I am disappointed that there's not a level of uh, difficulty that says, hey, you, you can't mess up anything while you're doing this. You got to you got to keep it clean because that's how real life is. I mean, yeah, but it would go. never it would never happen because uh, the game starts to give you insane tools. There's like vacuum cleaners that are on reverse and their job is to just blow everything in the room all over the place until the spiders come. Out. Right. There's a Cheeto bag where you dump Cheetos on the ground and then it lures the spiders out so that you can kill them uh, more easily or get them get them to come out in mass or whatever. There's one spider that punishment, if you, though. Yeah, yeah. Punishment. Now, when you're another, there's a certain spider, a little purple one, that when you kill right. it, it splits off into six new spiders. <laughs> so I'm just this saying. This happened I, where I live. There are small spiders, and you know, they, when I say small, about this, you know, less than a, the diameter of a dime. By the time you consider the body and the legs, so very small in comparison to most spiders. However. There seem to be a lot of them around here that are pregnant and you'll hit them <laughs> and a hundred little baby spiders come flying out. Yep. Don't care for that. Yeah. Cause if you pop their little egg sack and they got little fresh yeah. babies that are ready to roll, it's bad news. We, they're not very big, but there's a lots of them. I don't care for it. Now I think this guy's about to get his gun. Let's see if this is that. I think this might be the, yeah. See now this is the, this is like the big revolver. Oh, there's the revolver. There yeah. you go. So of course you want to be shooting gun. that in the house. Right. Um, right. It, you uh, can rotate the, through these tools. There's tons of tools that come later. <laughs> Things get real nuts later on. Uh, like this is nothing. This is all pretty basic compared to what I saw later in the game. This guy doesn't know it, but if he lifts up that toilet seat, there will be a spider yeah. in there. But oh, he, well, of course he should know. He should know that. Without he should looking. know that. That's but like just, but he's that's like the number it. one spot for a, a. Why does it keep shaking like that occasionally? So that's that a out? that's a special ability you get out of the. Um, uh, the toy or sorry, the the boom box that's by the toilet over there. Right. Uh, right if right. you unlock the boom box, which you can only get if you kill a spider with a book, um, it will shake with its music so hard that a bunch of spiders will come out, and then you can kill a bunch at once instead of having to sneak sneak around and find them all. So there's like so there's different environmental things like that where they it affects the uh, the surrounding stuff. If this is the thing you're gonna buy, uh. Good news, you're not going to break the bank. It's $14.99, pretty cheap. Right. It's kind of your average price for small indies like this. Uh, developed by a guy named Casey Donnellan. Uh, he has his own little development studio where he just makes his own games, and it was published by Tiny Build, who, I don't know, Tiny Build more and more these days makes cool stuff I like. Tiny Tiny Build is always, I, I keep them in my list uh, on Steam for because they're always finding unique little small games and and bringing them to you know to market or however you want to describe. I can't it. stand. I can't exactly. stand their logo though. I hate their freaking logo. Uh, yes, it was it the kid with the the glasses. It's yeah. kind of just yeah. it looks like some Newgrounds ass looking nineties art. I it, hate it does. Yeah, I I kind of like it though. It's I very don't. recognizable. I, I definitely it. know it's tiny build when I see it. Well, that's true. I guess if that's what a logo is for, then they got you covered. Right. I guess I guess if logo is for brand uh, brand recognition. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it works on that level. That's true. Now this guy just finished, so he's gonna go leave. And you can go back and finish up any missions you don't do everything in. So there's lots of replay right. playability and go back and do it again. Um, you unlock 
uh, perks in between levels that you get points for how well you did. And then you use those perks to uh, improve your improve your dude. I mean, it's a video game after all. There's some progression. And it came out in August. And uh, I missed it completely. And now I have it. Yeah. And now I really like it. So go check it out. It's creative and funny without trying to be funny. It's hard to explain. Some game games yeah. are hard to yeah. make funny. This game works yeah. pretty well. But it also is really going to get up your spine if you don't like spiders. And I mean oh. it. It's freaky, dude. <laughs> and yeah, some fifteen bucks. Yeah, sixteen, uh, fourteen ninety nine, fifteen bucks. Yeah, kill I'm it st- with fire! Exclamation mark! Is that necessarily at the end of the title? Yes, I mean, it is there. You want to find it? Oh yeah, right. and it's also uh, Epic. I should have mentioned. So Steam and Epic both have it. PC okay. only, as far as I can tell. I don't know where all this would end up. You'd probably toss your your switch off the roof by accident. Because <laughs> well, I, I definitely fin- want to play in VR mode. I mean, this is such a vr model type game oh i, mean, I don't even know like if this thing's got perfect. vr you even look does it i mean it, it have to i mean it's, it's built like it i mean it the well it doesn't whatever to, it's though, built right? on looks like a million vr games i have let me look it up uh right now you can pick it up on fanatical for that's that's one of the places i get some of my game codes for like 1263 so if you need to save you know good two dollars and fifty cents there you go uh, uh no vr support currently but that may change Not too bad yeah at the moment, none. Anyway, none. it's a cool game. You guys should check it out. Next up, Brian brought something called Encodia. Encodia. Are you ready for some point and click adventure time? I am. I was because I've played a lot of roguelikes and I've played a lot of uh, Metroidvania types recently. And I was ready for something a little more Sam and Max. You know what I'm saying? A little more pointy, clicky. I just want to ride along with a really funny story. And that's what I got in, in Koja mm. is uh, it's a point and click. It's dystopian cyberpunk in Neo Berlin in the year 2062. And uh, you play by directing your nine-year-old orphan Tina, or as they say in the European English, Tina. Teener? I don't know why you do. Do they really call teener. her Tina? Okay. Oh, yeah. She gets she gets a good bit of Tina in here. There's But there's a lot of European English in this game. All right. Anyway, uh, she was assigned at birth a big, dumb robot nanny. His name is Sam 53. That was the year he was made, 2053. And they they spend their time uh, uh, just trying to survive. So they're living on the rooftops of Neo-Berlin in the city. Uh, And like I said, they're orphaned. And uh, their mom, her mom had passed away. This is early on story stuff, so no spoiler here. I'm going to try to stay as spoiler free from the story as possible. Her mom uh, had passed away, uh, apparently through uh, some type of cyberspace incident. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you if you apparently you die in cyberspace, you die in the real world. And now she is on the streets with her uh, with her robot, her robot. Well, look at this big robot moving. Okay. I like the big robot moving. So it uses an art style, which I find akin uh, to something like Borderlands, but more cartoony. Mm. Uh, and when I say Borderlands, you know, I'm talking about that cell shading or that pseudo cell shading look that they used in Borderlands. Mm-hmm. You're seeing that here uh, as well. It's beautifully colored and lit. It's vibrant. Uh, it is. It it was a pleasure to play the whole time. Visually, mm. it is just stunning. Also enjoyed the voiceover acting, which was phenomenal uh, in most parts, especially in the primary characters. However, in some of the secondary characters, uh, not as much, you know. Sometimes they're worse. They, yeah, I get that. Yeah, they, they, you know, it, you got a budget. 
And uh, <laughs> I'm playing this. Yeah. I'm playing another game right now that I may do next week that has an amazing main character and main narration. And right. then terrible secondary character voices. That's kind of where this is. Like I said, it's it's kind of where what do you do? It's it's a complaint, but at what point in time do you have to say when you're making a game, it's like, okay, you know, this is an indie game. We're selling this thing for like 20, 25 bucks. How far can we go? Well, I think they did great. Well, let's hear uh, the let's hear this sample you sent me. I got a little bit. Yeah, here. absolutely. All right, here you go. Excuse me. What can I do for you, Model Sam? Release year 2053, Cat C Patent 18. Do you know how to recover deleted data from a Model SAM? Hey, I'm selling stuff. I'm no hacker. Even if I do sometimes brute force streaming channels to watch Italian football. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So I assume that Sam, that guy talking about himself right. as the robot as that's you, the robot sam right you, as you heard sam sam's got a great voice sounds very robot but also very human and he's he's enjoyable the secondary character you heard was uh, a shop owner who uh has a lot of computer com- computer parts and kind of a, a, a amalg- amalgamation that's the word i'm looking that's, for i like that word yep yeah of several different uh you know like bill gates and a couple of nerdy people kind of rolled into one and uh, I enjoyed all the interactions. The interactions are point and click. So you you walk up to a character, uh, you interact with that character through dialogue choices, and uh, you'll progress through. Either you'll they'll give you something new to do, or hopefully give you some information uh, that'll continue on uh, your path that you're trying to get to. Like I said, most of the stuff you're trying to do is about survival at the core. It changes uh, after about the second or third chapter where you're trying to find out more about your past uh, a, a mystery has uh, appeared and so you you want to solve it and uh, I, I just enjoy just about everything by this game the voiceover like I said the gameplay it's is very fun because point, the setting is very cyberpunky uh, you know absolutely sure. it's Blade Runner esque I sure. guess you would say but it's not you know it's not that severe everything right. is very uh, Asian mixed so you'd have there's a lot of influences in 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 Asian uh, cuisine, sure. especially that always seems like be the thing. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. like out of all the Asian culture stuff that there is, it always seems like in these dystopian futures that the Asian cuisine is the thing that survives. Yeah, it's always noodles, noodles at noodle shops noodles. in the middle of a rainy street in the dark alleyway of uh, Neo Tokyo or whatever. Right. Yep. Neo Berlin in this case, but yeah, it's always Berlin. some Neo place. Yeah. I, I really like this and it's beyond just a point and click. So it's not just a point and click. You're not just going to a scene and trying to un- uncover hidden objects. You're actually doing things like uh, opening up your inventory. You have a limited inventory uh, where you can carry objects and you can combine objects. So if you have like, let's say you have a stick and then you find another stick, you may be able to combine those two sticks if you have the right items into a longer stick. And you may need that stick uh, to acquire objects that are out of reach of each of the characters. Also, you can take, you can drag things from your inventory onto other characters uh, in the game and hopefully it'll trigger uh, trigger something. But 99% of the time, you usually get, I can't do that. That don't go here. Nuh-uh. Mm, and so sure. there's these huge amounts of combinations of, of puzzle-solving possibilities of well, just, that are just endless. Apparently, your character can also uh, clip into the crotch of your robot pal. So that was one thing that I didn't care much for. Because, okay, because you can switch between the two characters. You got Tiener, 
uh, and you also have Sam. Yeah. And you you can't interact with everybody with the human, and you can't interact with everybody with the robot. So you kind of have to pick and choose. And they'll usually let you know as you go. Uh, and But one of the things I didn't care for is uh, character positioning. So you'll see, like you said, it's like I just ran over my character. That's because when I walked up to the desk, I did with Tina, and she she interfaced with the robot there. Robot said, can't talk to you. I said, okay. So I just instantly switched to Sam, and I wa- he walked over to interface. And as you can tell, yep. the characters kind of collided. So now your, your, your robot wiener is jammed into the back of right. Tina's head. Yeah. It's not. It's not to the point that it's very distracting, but it was like, well, I had to mark a little mark off that for that one. You know, slow. There you go. Yeah. Right, look at that. Uh, but turns out three D's three D's never three D isn't as easy as we all think it is. Sometimes oh no! Stuff happens. Yeah. So many collision possibilities. It's mm-hmm. just it's insane. Yeah. Uh, developer developer is Chaos Monger Studio. The publisher was Assemble Entertainment. I received this as a uh, game code for review. Came out Tuesday, January twenty sixth. Uh, 2021, so just recently. Takes about 12 hours to beat, and like I said, uh, it's about $25 usually, or $20 on sale, and I think it's currently on sale. The game is called Encodia. Mm. E-N-C-O-D-Y-A. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, The music was fantastic. Uh, Like I said, most of the audio was great. Uh, I would have to give this three tokens out of a possible four tokens or three fourths of a full boop. Oh man. Uh, this game. I yeah. forgot to forgot to work on my reviews. I forgot. We oh, were, it's I okay. Forgot we were doing that. We got this. We were trying to come up with a good quantified, uh, uh I think tokens that we should do. We should go arcade style. Uh, you think it should be tokens? I was trying to think about it. Yeah. Tokens. So like I remember is, is prices on arcades, uh, increased as, as the games become more complex. It went from being a single token to, Two tokens. Yeah. Uh, never saw any three tokens. We jumped straight to four tokens, and then even you know, and then even beyond. Well, but, the way uh, I was thinking, this is just an alternative idea, but I was thinking we should do it depending on the game. So, like this game has, like, okay, so like in mine, 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 where I'm killing spiders, uh, right? I'd say I'm gonna give this eight <laughs> hidden spiders in the toilet seat out of ten. You know what I mean, right? Like, I'm going to give this two poops in my pants out of five. Right. Exactly. Except we'd have the same, you know, whatever our maximum right. and minimum numbers are, they'd be the same, but it would be something. Oh, so we, we, we'd have to set a, a definite. Uh, yeah. Because if you said three out of, unit of measurement, because if I said eight, that sounds high. And if you said three, right. that sounds low. But if it's out of five, it's actually high. So we'd have to do it. Right. Like so the so the, the, the mark lines are all the same. We'll have the same number of mark lines or units, but then we'll classify those units. So yeah. mine would be like, uh, you said, would you, out of, out of 10? ten? Uh, yeah, 10 is what I was thinking. Gives okay, us some so granularity. I'm gonna do, granularity. I'm going to do uh, eight out of uh, a possible 10 cyberpunks on the street okay. uh, for this game. So because that's what you cyberpunks out of. of 10. Cyberpunks. Okay. Yeah. I like Eight it. out of 10 cyberpunks. Street agree. cyberpunks agree that Brian did it. Uh, all right. right. And in my case, what did I even review? I forgot. Oh, the spider thing. Spiders. Uh, I'm going to give it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it eight and a half uh Harry's, inexplicably Harry. uh stacked books of five books that stay together somehow <laughs> when you pull them off the shelf. I love it. I love it. Doesn't make any damn sense. All it right. It does, but that's okay. There's your games. 
Oh, uh, I will complain one thing about the game has absolutely zero. Okay, okay, two complaints about the game. Go. Uh, people who were reviewing the game, or some people were complaining there's too much politics in it, and there are a few. Uh, there, there are a few characters in the game that obviously reflect only in, in name, mostly uh, to a political figure that was uh, not everybody's favorite in the world, and as a result, some people were offended by it. But it was so obscure; it was only by name that it even kind of had a sound alike. Hold on, and are you saying there was like a, there were Trump jokes in there, and and people are now yeah. Mad so at there that. was like there was like it's it's Mayor Mister Rumpf. And uh, have they has, never have they do, do they know how the world works and how long we've done this forever? Do you know how many times we do is, stupid stuff like this? Like, are they offended that Richard Nixon is the president of of the planet in Futurama, right. and it's just his head? Right. Like we do it's, this all the time. It's what we do. It's fine. It, it wasn't even. It wasn't even the, the character did not resemble uh, the the thing that people were being offended by. It, he it not in 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 personality or in action or anything else. It was just a a name that rhymed with. Then I'm going to say those guys figure. are are the true snowflakes because big <laughs> effing deal. So what? <laughs> Like, but, uh, oh, yeah, like, so guess like, what, everybody? Like, right. uh, funny little in jokes make it into stuff. How can they possibly be? I realize it's fresh, okay, and recent. Right, right. I assume anyone who'd be mad at that is mad because they liked the guy. Right. If those, <laughs> I hate. People. Yeah, I, I, I didn't personally. I didn't see it. If you're offended, you may be offended by that. I didn't see it at all. I thought it was pretty much. Uh, the the character was you know just the typical you know he he's running the town and he's kicked all the kids to the orphanage you know and it, now he's trying to take the orphanage away you know it's it's, it's absolutely just yeah they've never done that before that's never that's right. a, all of history of man and art we've never once <laughs> you haven't seen anything during the eighties if any eighties TV movie has Blame. taught you anything but Blame. oh and. So here's a here's a complaint. I got a copyright claim, not a strike or anything, on YouTube, uh, because uh, uh, one of the songs in this game uh, apparently at twenty percent volume, which I had the turned down to twenty percent volume of the whole thing out of three hours worth of streaming for thirty seconds. There was a twenty percent volume was this song that showed up, and I got a claim like five seconds after I posted it, and I'm like, really? All right, yeah. but uh, whatever. Look, I got a quick warning for people. Careful around Looney Careful. Tunes, because back in the day they had a duck, oh. and they had a duck that looked like Hitler. And I know you don't like <laughs> political <laughs> figures in your video games or your right. TV shows or your cartoons. Three. So, I, I give this game eight political figures out of ten. Well done. Well done. Thank you. We now have two two different rating scales for the same game. I like it. <laughs> All right, let's do this now, which is what? Oh gosh, I'm in the wrong place. Let's do this. <laughs> Time to guess our games. Yeah, that's right. We took the audio from uh, an older game, and then we're going to play it, and then we're going to try to guess what each other brought. Now, I decided to dip way back into the year 1984. Ooh. Yes. This is a long time ago, and there have been a million games like it, but only one with this name, and there have been a number of versions of it. I will tell you, the this version came from the uh, Commodore 64. Oh. Yeah. So that's all you're getting. For I had one of those. Good. Maybe you played this right here. Yeah, that sounds good. 
That sounds horrible. How about this part? Sounds like a breaker game of some sort, like you're breaking something. Kind of. Listen to that. <laughs> That's enough to eat your soul. Any guesses? It almost sounds like Donkey Kong, but I know it's not. Nope. Definitely not Donkey Kong. Now, I'll tell you, that that intro music you played mm-hmm. was really smooth, but then all of a sudden they decided to go into some kind of weird scaling. Yeah, it, of goes some from, sort. it goes from that this. Hurt. That sounds fantastic. To this. Yeah. It's pretty rough. Calculating, calculating. <laughs> Exterminate. So, Exterminate. Uh, this game, I will give you another hint. It deals with. Um, uh, you could say. Does it deal with space? Mm, uh, no. It, I'll say it deals right. with. So it's abstract. With Earth, but I mean that literally. It deals with oh. Earth. Interesting. Deals uh-huh. with Earth. Literally. Think of what Earth oh, so is. it's got is it like a dig dug? Well, you'd be closer. Load load runner. You, what, what was it? Oh, you're getting there, dude. You're what not is there. It, what is it called? You're almost there. Oh. Do you give up? Yeah, I give up. Okay. The game that we're talking about today is Boulder Dash. Oh, Boulder Dash. Not Boulder Dash, Boulder Dash. Boulder Dash, yeah. Boulder Dash. Little dude. Running around, yeah. you go underneath a rock, it falls down. Now, there's a million games like it since, and lots of this mechanic gets used a ton. If even if you played like a recent game, like uh, uh oh, shoot, what's one of those games called? Robot World Digger, <laughs> Steam World Dig 2. That's what I was trying Steam, to say. Steam, Steam, Steam. Are you talking about Steam? Uh, what is it? Steam, Steam World Dig, yeah. Steam World Dig, that's it. Steam World if Dig. If you play Steam World Dig 2, you will have many opportunities <laughs> to have a boulder dash type. Uh, thing happened. Uh, but the whole goal was you go underneath a rock and it falls, but you could do it in just the right way so you can gather all the gems and then get out of there safe without getting smashed by a rock. And your Smash. your your skill may vary. I had a, I was never very good at it, but I remember thinking it was a really cool game. And uh, what was it? Was it the wasn't there one for the Mac called Load Runner or something like that? Yes, or? Load Runner, which we've actually done on this. We've done a uh, guess my game before on was a very different game though. Load Runner let you go dig holes, right? That creatures would fall into, and then you could bury them again. But you had to hurry because other creatures were coming yeah. to get you, and there were multiple That's levels right. and stuff. So it's a little bit different, but a similar vibe, sure. Right, right. Yeah. I think that was a problem because I remember playing Boulder Dash on the Commodore 64, and then somebody said you ought to play Load Runner, and I was like, oh, it must be like Boulder Dash. And I don't think I ever played it. But mm. I saw the cover art a lot, and I kept thinking, oh, it must be similar to it. Yeah, Load Runner's cool. There's even like a new good-looking version of Load Runner from some years ago, like Ooh. in the early aughts, maybe mid-aughts. Broderbund. Oh. Yeah, Broderbund, man. Look at those guys. Yeah. And JVC uh, published this version for, uh, or no, published the Nintendo version, I think. Yeah, the NES version was a JVC-published joint. Ooh. Freaking JVC, dude. They were the worst. They mostly made cassette tapes for my yep, home video. That's recording. all I had was yep. that and like a million. Jeez, I had so many of those cassette tapes. <laughs> all right. Uh, so there you go. Boulder Dash. Boulder Dash, rather. Now, Brian, Boulder I'm going to play your thing. The year is 1997. Oh. It's a third-person shooter video game. Jeez, that's this, all I'm giving you. This was for only... The, for, the, for the Microsoft Windows. Let's see. That is only 13 years after mine. That's crazy. All right, here it goes. I'm going to play it. 
there's a monkey involved. Third person shooter. thing or no licensed it's kind of it's no it is not a, a licensed game but it is kind of movie-esque it was it was to me it was one of the it was just a beautiful animation oh, let me hear that again the eating why is that so familiar right right don't let the monkey thing fool you because that's that happens very rarely that monkey thing but the, that that chomping thing is 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 a lot. Happens a lot. And you just heard the sniper mode. Oh, oh, giving bigger hints now. You said this is 97? Yeah, 1997 for the PC. I think it was later ported to the Mac as well as uh, the PlayStation events. I don't remember, I don't remember getting into the PlayStation, though, but... I have no, I have no freaking idea. I don't know what that is. Murder, death, kill, MDK. Oh, MDK! Yes. Oh, the, shiny uh, entertainment. Shiny, yeah, shiny entertainment did that. Uh, t- Tim or jo- uh, ah, the earthworm gim Jim guy. Earthworm gim gim. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name. Anyway, okay, I forgot all about MDK. That's that game right. was uh, that'll be David uh, Perry, right? David Perry. That's it. Jim. Yeah. yeah, I always get Steve Perry, David Perry, <laughs> right? Earth germ gim. <laughs> <laughs> right, Earthworm Gim. But MDK, oh my god, when that came out, I thought, yeah, this is this is the future. The gameplay was not that great, but the visuals of that game yeah. was fantastic. Am I wrong in thinking there was a weird floating baby in that? Uh there was a lot of weird stuff. I mean, just just weird stuff. Like you heard that monkey thing? I mean, that was weird. It's like I don't think it even happens again anytime after that. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of instances where you'll run into really weird stuff. This was also a a game where you needed a really good computer to run it at the oh, yeah. time. Yeah, I mean now it's laughable, but uh, it is. And you can get on good old games still. Can by you? The way. Yeah, I gotta watch. Actually, I think, this. I think this is one of the ones I bought because this is such a a favorite of mine. Like um, I said, it is. It's kind of lame. Uh, if, you, if you go back and look at it, but. It was notable it for was, using completely 100% software rendering using a yeah. Pentium or equivalent pro- microprocessor rather than the necessi- necessitating one of the newer GPU enhancements like a Voodoo 2 card. Despite its yeah. large 3D levels and complex polygonal enemies, they were still able to, or they were still able to pull that off. I remember at the time everybody was like, "Whoa, this game." Yeah. It was, was one something. of the best looking games yeah. just was, it, it, at the time. $10 for MDK. Yep. It's also on the Dreamcast, wow. PlayStation 2. Uh, it was called MDK2 Armageddon uh, yes. there. But in 2007, Interplay announced a third game was planned, but it was never and made. And failed. Never made. Uh, it's, it's one of those games that creates this really weird world building that they never really went into very much anywhere. And it's like I've always wanted to go into it because the, the primary character has this really weird, huge helmet sniper helmet thing yeah do you, uh, don't you, you think it looks like um he, it almost looks like those guys at uh oh what's the game where you it's like destiny but in, 
It's all in weird space. Oh, uh, war, war, Warframe. The, yeah, these Warframe. look like this dude looks like a Warframe. Uh, right, design. right, yeah. And so I've always been fascinated with the visuals of this game and this this really odd world because I think it's supposed to be Earth after the aliens attack, and so it's been terraformed or something. I'm not really sure, but I've always wanted to go back and uh, like write some fanfic or something because I feel like it was a world that never got a chance to really be built. Had a really good start, but nothing really. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I remember, yeah. I remember it being weird then. It feels weird now. Uh, the Wraith in the chat says Pyramid Head from Resident Evil. You're thinking of Silent Hill, I think. Mm. Wasn't Pyramid Head from Silent Hill? I think that's right. I think that so. Sounds right. Yeah, but so, the gimmick of the game was the fact that that big old thing on his head, yeah, was the was part of the sniper rifle, right? That, right. that was part of the. You were in your head was in the sniper. Yeah. Scope. Yeah, you were you were yeah. a gun basically. Yeah, you were a gun. Not in a not in a uh, Megatron kind of gun, but like a no. weird alien symbiote gun. Right. It was a weird game. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I wouldn't mind seeing somebody return to now and try to make something out of it. Yeah, not going to happen. But I wouldn't no, mind seeing it. All right. Well, well done. Time for us to entertain one of your emails. Yeah, that's right. One of your entertain emails. It. Uh, here it is. Uh, this email here from Brian from Denver. Oh, hi, Brian. Oh, wait, did I? That was last week, right? I'm looking at last week's. Shite. Sorry, Oops. Brian from Denver. I invoked you twice. Here it is instead. Naz2E. Is that how you'd say that? N-A-Z-2-E. Naz2E. Because it's a number two and then an E. Right. Naz2E. Anyway. That's what I would, That's how I would say it. That's a cool name. He says, hey, Scott Na- and Brian, do Nasty. you guys have any of your old 8-bit or 16-bit consoles hooked up to your TVs? I don't mean the new classic models with HDMI and such. I mean the old original boxes. Thanks and hope to hear this on the show. Well, Naz2E, you are hearing it on the show. Uh, the answer for me is no, because my TV doesn't have any uh, of the RCA input stuff on it anymore. And right. I can get a uh, adapter to do that stuff to HDMI and they got a little powered thing and that stuff, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I haven't done it. I I did this recently. Do I currently have one hooked up? No. Yeah. Uh, have I in the last year? Yes, I hooked up um, hooked up several systems, uh, but mostly spent most of my time with the GameCube. Yeah. So I guess that doesn't really qualify, but well, it does because uh, that still that didn't have HDMI, so it was something previous. Right, right. Yeah. So I was at that at that little adapter, like you mentioned. I still have it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and I hooked up the GameCube just to run around and play some uh, uh, Samus uh, from uh, Oh my God, from the game <laughs> Metroid. There you go. <laughs> my God, I, I couldn't played, think of it. I played some Samus. It left from me the, from the game. Right. <laughs> From the game with the thing, but uh, yeah, but I yeah, it, it it's but I'm with Scott. It's 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 really they've made it really hard to convince me to do it because I mean, because I dig out the games that I have. I don't have a huge collection in, in a lot of those older systems, and you know I've got. I've got all these minis over here. Yeah, I got the minis. Right I got the mini Genesis right one. I got the. I want to get the. Yeah, NEC if I get nostalgia, thing. I do that. Yeah, I, those are all perfectly fine, and they have more games in them than I probably own for each one of those machines. So right, absolutely. Um, I feel like we're we, you know, 
while okay, let me put it this way. I love authenticity. I love to see an old arcade game with the CRT in it and the original mm-hmm. boards and you know mm-hmm. cleaned up uh, mint condition outside decals and everything. That's awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. But if I'm doing it, I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna get me a flat panel LED cheap display. I'm gonna yes. like. I'm not gonna do crazy. Okay, just not gonna do it. I. I'm I, I, yeah. I would love to do that. I just haven't had the time. But yeah, that's a passion. That is such yep. a, a lovely thing. So Nasty, do you do you have one uh, hooked up? And if you do, what do you have? Uh, so yeah, ha ha. Question back at you. Yeah, he didn't I'd explain like any of that in his email. I kind of wish he did. Or but, if, um, if yeah. listeners are have anything and you have some uh, some cool pictures, send that into the to the emails or twitters and. Yeah, let us know. Boopshow at gmail.com. Super easy. Send an email there. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's exactly what Naz2E did. And you can do it too. Boopshow at gmail.com. Okay, everybody. That's the show. My headache's still here, but it's okay. Yeah. It just means hey, snow's Scott, coming. What are you that playing means, next week, though? I have no freaking idea. I'll probably tear some ships apart. Probably that's what I'll do. Loser. No, I don't know what it'll be. I actually have this new... Uh, deck builder thing uh it's a new take is it red trop is it red tropolis no it's called hold on i'm gonna open it because i actually played this a little i just didn't get very much time with it it is called come on steam steam we should totally both play our games next week because i got red tropolis which is a roguelike deck builder Mm. and very very light tower defense Real oh, time well, I, that sounds horrible. I don't want anything to do with it. It's good. Well, like I said, it, 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 don't get too upset about the tower defense. It's very, it, we've seen it in the past. This is another example of that is just really not what this game is about. Oh, here it is. I did Fort Triumph last week, right? Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. So the one I played, okay. Right now it's between the captain is dead, which is the oh, game I told you about with like great one. main voices and terrible secondary voices. Right. Um, or, Oh, get off of that. Okay, or it's called... Where is it? Ah, Where is it? Oh, here it is. Uh, Arcanium. That's it. Oh, yeah, Arcanium. Arcanium. Uh, reviewed pretty well so far. It's a deck builder with some twists. And that might be the game I play. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I know. never know. I never know. I don't know what I'm doing. If I end up doing that, you you guys will be the first to hear it. All right? And so right. actually, Brian will be the first to hear it. The rest of you will hear it second. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's next week here on The Boop Show. In the meantime, our website is frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. You can find that email address I mentioned there, boopshow at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Boop Show, at the Brian Dunaway, at Scott Johnson. And while you're at it, give us a follow on Twitch. I'm at Frog Pants. Brian's at Brian Dunaway. Brian, anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, yeah, I give this show uh, three hairy boops out of five. Three hairy boops. We'll see you guys next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. (laughs) 